0: Watch.
1: This is a weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Alessandro Musu.
0: And I'm your other host, Corinne Jorgensen. We are PhD students at the University of Geneva.
1: And we study volcanoes and are here to give you all the hot volcanoes news.
0: So, first a quick update on some of the week's activity, then we'll focus in on one volcano. Let's get to it!
1: It's April 18th at the time of recording, and he heard the quick updates of the week.
0: In the Americas this week, we have several ash advisories from Fuego, Sangay, Sabacaya, Popocatépetl, Reventador, and Pacaya. The top three highest plumes of the Americas this week we see at third place Sabacaya, with ash plumes rising up to 7.6 kilometers. In second place, we have Sangay, where the eruptive clouds touch 12.2 kilometers. And in first place, our focus of the week, La Souffre-Saint-Vincent, with 13.4 kilometers tall for its eruptive column.
1: This week from the Americas, we are reporting some activities update from Kilauea, Hawaii. The activity of this volcano continues since December 20, 2020. The activity mainly consists in the fusion of lava into the summit crater Malemaumau, forming a proper lava lake. The lava lake is now rising by about one meter per week, but is still strongly below the inner crater rim.
0: The eruptive activity continued at low levels at Semispocnoi in the Aleutian Islands. A small explosion was reported from the Alaskan Volcano Observatory on the morning of April 14th. And then, on the morning of the fifteenth, there was an all-day, continuous eruption with ash plumes reaching up to six kilometers in height.
1: Just moving Europe, where on April thirteen, another two eruptive fissures opened at Fagradalsfjall volcano in Iceland, bringing the total number of vents at six, all aligned in a row. These two new craters are located between the first and the third, and between the third and the fourth, respectively. The lava ejection from the fissures is building new spatter cones, and the lava flows are traveling in both Geldingadalier and Meradalier valleys.
0: The effusive eruption from Piton de la Farnice, La Réunion, France, which is off the coast of Madagascar, has continued this past week as well. On April 13th, the two main eruptive vents have continued their high activity producing mildly explosive lava fountains and building steep-sided cinder cones. The height of these fountains has been between about 20 to 60 meters, which is really quite small when we compare this to the 500 to 1,500 meter tall fountains produced by Mama Etna. But I guess it's not a competition. The advancing lava flows on the southern slopes reached Piton-le-Bonnet sector, We had an opening of a new fissure on the 15th of April. The main eruptive area now consists of a large principal vent and two smaller ones. The lava flow continues its journey on the southern slope of the volcano.
1: Several hash advisories from Hesha as well, from Raung, Sakurajima, Ebeko, Sinabung, Suanozajima, Dukono, Cadovar, Semeru, and Lower Tolo, and the highest plume in the HIS competition is from Semeru, touching 4,000 meters.
0: Okay, we should definitely keep our eyes on Tal in the Philippines, where the seismic activity has been continuing at incredibly high levels. Between the 13th and the 14th of April, the Seismic Observatory recorded more than 383 volcanic tectonic earthquakes and more than 238 high-amplitude volcanic tremors, so we definitely want to keep our eyes on Tal. Yeah,
1: we should. Uh, Okay, before closing, lastly, let's fly to Sumatra, Indonesia, where the Cinnabon Volcano Explosive Eruption is continuing. The main activity consists of occasional explosion producing dense ash plumes rising up to 3,600 meters. The major warning is represented by ballistic impact of bombs and pyroclastic flow on an area that extends from 3 km from the vent and for 5 and 4 km from the southeast and the northeast flanks, respectively. So, that's it for the weekly update. As always, if you want to know more, check out our main sources of VolcanoDiscovery.com and the Smithsonian Institute Global Volcanism Project.
0: Okay, so for the focus of this week, we are going to talk about La Souffre uh, in St. Vincent again because it's been a hot topic in the news and things are still happening, so I think it's a, a good chance to talk about it again. Uh if you missed last week's episode, uh, we'll give you a little bit of a quick catch up now. But if you want a little bit more details about the geologic context um, and hear our, our good friend Oliver Higgins talk to us, then we highly recommend that you, you check that out. La Souffre is a volcano in the eastern Caribbean islands that's been experiencing a period of unrest and, and a growing of a lava dome since December of 2020. It then erupted on Friday, April the 9th, sending a large ash column into the sky. Since we last reported, there seems to be no sign of stopping for this volcano. Maybe a bit of slowing down, but it's definitely still erupting, which is quite unfortunate for the residents of St. Vincent. Everyone is safe. There's been no casualties thus far, so that's, that's good things to hear. So I thought it'd be fun if we just kind of go through a play-by-play of, of what's happened this week. On Monday, we saw really, really big explosive eruptions uh, that reached over 12 kilometers and there's ash emissions that have reached all the way up to europe in the iberian peninsula which is pretty crazy
1: yeah it was pretty crazy and, and that also makes the the this volcano win the competition in the highest plume of america
0: exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so unfortunately early morning local time we had some pyroclastic flows reported which reached to the seas
1: but uh, what what actually is a uh... Pyroclastic flow. You know
0: what a pyroclastic flow, Alessandra, is. But I will tell you anyways. I will tell you (laughs) anyways. So pyroclastic flows are are hot flows of of ash and debris. So hot being between about 200 to 700 degrees Celsius. And most people will be somewhat familiar with what a pyroclastic flow is if you've ever heard of Pompeii. Pompeii is an ancient... You've never I
1: never heard about it. Please tell The me.
0: Italian has never heard about Pompeii. Yeah. So Pompeii yeah. is a, a ancient Roman city that was decimated by a pyroclastic flow from the volcano Vesuvius. It was a really unfortunate incident but caused by a pyroclastic flow and it's perhaps one of the most famous pyroclastic flows in the world. Pyroclastic flows can reach speeds of over 80 kilometers per hour and are incredibly destructive. So at St. Vincent, so far what we've seen is 92. Man-made structures have been reported to be destroyed, but happily no loss of life. Okay, that was quite an aside. If we move on to Tuesday... Tuesday was mostly moderate venting of the ash for most of the day and associated with a change in the seismic activity. But again, early morning local time, we had a large eruption with a plume up to and over 10 kilometers. This was associated with more pyroclastic flows and also with mud flows. And it's interesting to note um, that on Tuesday, Tuesday was the anniversary of uh, the last eruption at Le Souffre, which was exactly 42 years ago um, on Tuesday. Yeah. Right. It's like a. It did a little show for its anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for the rest of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, there's lots of smaller ash plumes, a, little, a bit smaller than the previous days, but but still pretty steady on thursday there was reports of aerosols from the plumes which are essentially drops of sulfuric acid uh reaching all the way to africa and the middle east and on friday we saw some satellite measurements showing so2 concentrations in the atmosphere uh reaching all the way to india pretty pretty crazy um it was Noted by Simon Uh Karn that this makes La Souffre eruption the largest tropical SO2 emission since uh, 2011. So this is pretty crazy. Um, It's a lot of SO2. On Saturday and Sunday, more eruptions, but it seems to be perhaps slowing down. Nothing quite as big as what we saw Uh um, early last week. So uh, the University of the West Indies seismic team, they've been putting out a lot of really great information and we highly recommend you check out their Twitter and also their YouTube channel. But generally they've noted there seems to be a little bit of a cyclic pattern. So there seems to be a little bit of a calm stage then a sp- a few small volcanic earthquakes, uh, which is likely due to magma arriving into the vent, and then pulsating eruptions for ten minutes to a few hours, with some strong volcanic uh, tremors associated with this, and then a little bit of a waning stage going back so to the this calm. this is apparently to start this new
1: cycle. definitely the year of cyclic activity of the volcanoes. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, definitely. So that's cool to see, um, and it's it's nice they have so so much reporting and so much monitoring of the volcano and the seismic activity. So so that's been really cool to see, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of really interesting
1: research and there are also several of these satellite videos of the periodic oh my gosh yeah Uh, yeah Yeah,
0: you can find some on twitter so the at uwi seismic their twitter they have a few links there and they're so cool they're just like go and (laughs) check it (laughs) guys
1: because it's very 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 cool
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so just a few extra other things. So one, the dome, which is really what everyone has been spending a lot of time thinking about since December, it's gone. The dome from that was created in 1979 and the 2020 slash 2021 dome, they are gone. All that material uh, is now ash from the explosions. Now there is a new crater, which is thought to be more than 100 meters deep and 880 meters by 700 meters wide. There is a giant hole in the mountain, which is pretty crazy. And there's some satellite imagery from uh, at Capella Space on Twitter, which shows some some radar images of this, which is really, really, really cool to see. Um, so essentially it's being said that La Souffre is a different volcano now. It's a different, completely different mountain. One interesting thing is, so from, uh, UWI seismic, uh, there's been some official reports being put out and professor Dr. Richard Robinson has been giving lots of really cool information. Um, essentially mini lectures about what's been happening. Um, and I think it's been really cool. He talked about, um, how the eruption's been happening. And he had a really neat analogy that I think was kind of fun to to share with everyone. So he used the analogy of of boiling milk in a pot. So that this boiling milk in a pot with like a lid on more or less, so that the, you know, if you overboil milk, it like gets really foamy and bubbly. So he's kind of saying that like, that's been really what's happening, but that was happening underneath the dome. And so it got to a point where like this foam stuff could, Pop and then pushed out the dome so the idea of like popping a cork um, and then you got rid of the foam and all you had was was this milk so this unboiled lava essentially and then there was this another small cap that was formed just by cooling and then things started to boil again and more bubbling and then you'd have this foam and then it popped again and this kind of this is a little bit of like mm-hmm. the cyclical process that we're seeing now and really what they're saying is that how we're going to figure out when it ends or when this eruption ends is when you essentially run out of milk in your pot, when there's just like no more magma that's going to come up. Um, as to how much milk is in the pot, <laughs> as we can say, we don't really know. So the eruption could last for weeks, could last for months. Who's to say? Yeah, so it's a, I really thought it was a nice analogy. I'm so happy to share that. Okay, so to wrap things up, so in terms of what's happening on the ground, well, there's currently ash affecting most of the islands. So, the island of Barbados, Saint Lucia, Grenada, and of course Saint Vincent um, are all pretty much covered in ash. Um, and this is a big danger not only because of ideas of collapse and respiratory issues, but there's also um, potential risks from
1: lahars. What 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 are the lahars? screens?
0: <laughs> lahars are essentially it's. A, you can think of a lahar as kind of like a mudslide, so but it's a mudslide that instead of mud, it's with volcanic ash. Um, so it's essentially when you have a bunch of ash that that mixes with water, so you get a slurry and then then it flows. They're they're generally quite dense and can be really really destructive. Um, so obviously, this can have big concerns on any local infrastructure and the environment in the area. So we really hope that, that this everything gets cleared up and that hopefully St. Vincent stops erupting so everyone whose lives have been disrupted can get back to normal and that they all stay safe.
1: And yeah, that's all for the 18th of April episode of Volcano Watch.
0: Once again, thank you to Volcano Discovery and, and UWI Seismic for all of the information yeah. from this segment. Um, we hope everyone Thank you so much for
1: listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Volcano underscore Watch or on Instagram at Volcano Watch underscore the podcast. Good.